Hey, this is Tyler Michael Smith, and you are now listening to Christian Music Guys Podcast. On today's episode, we sit down with Tyler Michael Smith. Tyler recently worked on It's Christmas Again as a musical composer. Welcome back to the Christian Music Guys Podcast, the podcast for Christian music fans by Christian music fans. Guys, are you tuned into the same radio station that I am that's already playing Christmas music? Since October 31st at 11.59 p.m. The moment it was available. I'm going to be honest with you. 24-7 Christmas music. I'm going to be honest with you. I listen to... I just put on Spotify and play certain Christmas albums that I really like. So mm. now do you guys have a song that you don't like? Okay. So like, for example, there's that song. I think it's, I want to say it's Bob Dylan. I honestly don't know, but it's the one that's like, it's Christmas all over again. That song drives me crazy. And if oh, it yeah. comes on, I do oh, turn the radio. Do you guys have a song that you just like, you, you're like, I can't do it. I switch it off. Chris, yes. is this still last Christmas for you? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. I hate that song. Any rendition of that song. Uh, there's a few songs, but there's a song that l- my daughter Lena... Or All I Wanted for Christmas. Hmm. There's a song that my daughter Lena cannot stand. Any version of it. And I'll tell you why. But there's a version of there's okay the Christmas song Santa Baby, she cannot stand that song. Years ago, we had a snowman, and it had like a candy cane and it twirled, and we got it from our grandmother Judy, and I don't know if you all remember the snowman that she had, and it was like a snowman and it just twirled a candy cane. And you pressed it and it would sing Santa baby and it would do it. But the batteries were so low when Lena had it. So it was real creepy sounding Santa baby, you know? And so after it sounded like Chris did when he had COVID. (laughs) Yes. So after that, when she would hear it on the radio, she's like, Nope. (laughs) All because of that snowman. So, Oh man. Santa baby for for her. You know, this year, Aiden, my oldest son, he made me so proud because just a few days ago, actually, he was like, Dad, uh, because we were in the car. Obviously, the radio is on Christmas music. And he's like, Dad, I don't know what it is, but he's like, I really don't like modern Christmas songs. Like all the new stuff they play. He goes, I like the classics. He's like, I like that one guy. What's his name? Bing. Bing something. And I was like, son, you know the good stuff. You know the good stuff. I've raised you well. Uh Nat King Cole. There's nothing like that one, though. The Christmas song. And guys, you guys, uh, I have a treat for you. You'll be, because you'll both be at my house on Christmas Eve. My record collection is really nice this year. I've got Nat King Cole. I've got Johnny Mathis. I've got Frank Sinatra. On vinyl, bro. Christmas records. 
Uh, Goodwill, I've man. Been I've been hitting up. Ones. I've been hitting up Goodwill for the last like six months. Every time I go to Goodwill, I hit the records, mm. and I, and I've just been pouring over them. I got, I got really good one. I got the Nat King Cole, like the really, really good Nat King Cole one. Bing Crosby. I've got. I mean, I have, and and on vinyl. Oh, it sounds so nice. So when you guys come over on Christmas Eve, the soundtrack in my house will be the record player playing all the. Christmas classics on vinyl. It's going to be awesome. So yeah, we recently sat down with Tyler Smith and he worked on a movie called It's Christmas Again, which comes out this coming Tuesday, uh, November 29th. One night only. It's a Fathom event. Um, Fathom is, is putting it on. It's a Fathom event. And you do not want to miss this movie. It's a great movie. Uh, especially for the younger crowd. So yeah, bring bring the young people. They'll really like it. It's like a high school musical uh, type vibe. It's got um, a lot of cool musical songs, which Tyler composed several of those and worked with a lot of those people to make this happen. So it's christmasagainmovie.com. That's where you can get your tickets. Again, that is it's christmasagainmovie.com. Fathom Events is putting it on and it's this Tuesday, November 29th. Check out this interview. All right, we got Tyler Michael Smith. Tyler, thank you so much for taking the time and chatting with us this evening. Merry Christmas, by the way. Hey, Merry Christmas to you. Tis the season, right? That's right. <laughs> Ish. Yeah. I mean, it's a, I know it's a controversial topic, but, yeah. you know. So are you, are you one of those? Do you do your Christmas tree uh, before Thanksgiving or after? So this year we're, I mean, we typically wait till after, but, uh, my wife has gotten a little bit festive around the house. So she's starting to put a few things out, you know, the Christmas village is out and all that, but the tree is still, still in the garage waiting to be put up. So we'll, we'll do it the day after I'm sure this year, every, all the kids are, I don't well, know. We're feeling it early this year for some reason. I don't yeah, know about you guys, but the, the Christian music guys, we have for the longest time, um, I'm not ashamed to say it, but really november 1st you know i mean you see those memes on facebook and mariah carey is getting thawed out on october 31st and november 1st she's <laughs> ready to sing you know what i mean <laughs> so right. oh, totally you know it's funny working in the music industry and the film industry like christmas season starts for us in june anyway so you know i've been celebrating all year long <laughs> yeah, we've uh, we've talked to a few artists before and we always ask them about their if they have a christmas album we we ask questions about it and it kind of it, it breaks the illusion of you know because when you're listening to the Christmas album, you're imagining them at a you know a ski a ski cabin somewhere with snow on the ground, and they're like, "No, look at this picture. This is us in August. This is like July. It was yeah. like it was like a 95 degrees outside, and I'm trying to get in the Christmas oh. mood." It's all got to be in your head, you know. You just got to like ignore the fact that you're sweating, um, right? Especially living in Middle Tennessee during the summer, it gets pretty pretty oh, humid yeah, for sure. So. Yeah. Uh, so tell us about your new film. It's Christmas again and how you got involved uh, in this project. Yeah, no, this is this was a really unique project for me because, I mean, not the fact that it's Christmas, because I've actually worked on a handful of Christmas movies, um, but a Christmas musical. You know, I had, I had never worked on one and I found out it was being filmed in my hometown of Franklin, Tennessee. You know, I, I live about five minutes from where they did most of the shooting. So, well, that's convenient. Um, I yeah, I love working on local projects and um so, you know, I heard from Isaac and Sandra about this uh gosh, probably back in 
I think it was around June, maybe. Um, they had shot the film and the music had actually, the songs were already produced and they were in the film. And they were like, we need an instrumental score, you know, to kind of bridge the gap between these musical numbers, you know. So that was, it was a really unique project because I was kind of stepping into something that was already, ma- already, you know, pretty close to done, but they just needed some, some of that score to kind of interweave the story and kind of make everything congruent, you know. So that was, that was unique for me. So we're, I, I was, I was wondering what it would be like to work on a musical because so much of the, the dialogue between characters ha- takes place like in the song. Is that more challenging uh, when you're, when you're kind of making music to kind of push the dialogue along as well? Is, is it, how's, how's that contrast with just, you know, like your typical scoring? Yeah. I mean, it definitely, this was, yeah, it was really, it was really different because really like, I mean, the focal point of these, of this movie, like obviously the songs are so important and so big. And so it had to be, the score had to like complement it in a way, but also not be too distracting, not be too like, you know, the musical numbers are kind of the big, you know, centerpiece of this whole thing. So, um, but I think we were able to find a way to kind of bridge the pieces together in a, in a way that makes it made sense, but it was unique working with people that, you know, these songs were already produced, already made, and I have to come in and kind of paint with a hopefully similar palette and make make everything feel like it's all part of one piece. So usually, what I do is come in, you know, totally blind, and you know, I'm creating all the music. You know, I'm I'm starting from A to Z, but this was this was different in that respect. So, uh, Tyler, what was your favorite song to create uh, for the soundtrack for the movie? Yeah, that's a great question. I um. I think definitely uh, when Jesus appears for the first time, when you see the baby, you know, mm-hmm. in the major, I mean, you kind of know what's coming because obviously we know the story and everything, but the the main character doesn't really know what he's in for, you know? So that was a really kind of a powerful moment. Um, I think for anyone who's a believer too, anytime you see, we see Jesus on the screen is kind of a, it's, it's a really significant moment for everyone watching, you know, and I pray that it will be the same for unbelievers as well. But um, that was probably definitely my favorite section to score. Awesome. Uh, so how do you think audiences, um, and specifically teenagers, you know, cause this movie, um, has some young people in it, uh, for the most part, uh, how do you think they will find this film relatable for them? Um, I, you know, I think they'll, for the most part, you know, our leads are our teens, you know, and they're, yeah. um, they're just kind of normal. They're kind of normal kids. That's mm-hmm. kind of what the, um, the film kind of revolves around them and their lives. So, Um, I think it's definitely going to appeal to younger audiences um, because of that. But also, you know, I think the idea of Christmas, this is the same, you know, in our generation and, you know, previous generations, but there's so much kind of extra stuff we've added on to the, to the season, which some of it I enjoy and like, and obviously it's, it's fine with me, but like, I think getting back to the point of why we're celebrating this in the first place, you know, that's Mm -hmm. really where the film hits home. Um, And you kind of see it portrayed through these teenage characters of kind of, you know, living there, what Christmas means to them, you know, and then all of a sudden, oh, this is really the meaning of Christmas, you know, even coming face to face with Christ himself, I think was a really big, um, big moment that I hope will really cut through to the teen audience in mm-hmm. a powerful way. Now, if we can, Tyler, I'd like to know a little bit more how about how you got into uh, music composition and kind of how uh, you found your way into this, into this, um, 
I would say niche, but it's a pretty big. <laughs> that's not the right word. I'm I'm sorry. I'm, my words are failing. But how you found your way into being a composer of music and found your way into the industry? Sure. Yeah. Definitely. Um, well, I grew up in a pretty musical home. Uh, my dad is an up and coming Christian artist named Michael W. Smith. You've probably heard of him before. Yeah, um, a little bit. <laughs> he's been he, around. He, for a, a, he did a Christmas album a little while ago, didn't he? Something like that. Yeah, I think so. I think he's got a few. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so obviously I've been in the, I've, I've been around the industry, you know, my whole childhood. So sure. it was, it was kind of normal for me. Um, it wasn't it, doing music. Wasn't anything out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't necessarily see myself, um, going into it as a career. It was more of a passion growing up. I just, I loved music. You know, I was obviously surrounded by it as a kid, but I, I just had this love of, of music, particularly instrumental music. I listened to a lot of scores growing up. That was just kind of what I loved. Um, and my older brother, Ryan, actually started dabbling around in filmmaking. And so he made a short film, I remember. And I said, hey, Ryan, I, I wrote a little cool theme for you know this movie you're working on. And he goes, hey, do you want to score the whole thing? And I was like, well, I've never done that before, but sure, why not? Let's go for so then, it. Yeah. Yeah, let's go for it. So time went by, and he, he made, ended up making a feature, and I ended up scoring that too. So that's really how I got my start was with my brother, Ryan. And he's still a director to this day, and he's making bigger and greater things now. But that was really kind of what got my foot in the door in this whole film and music world. So, uh, so here I am today, you know, and like we talked about earlier, I look, looking back, I go, wow, how did I, how did I get here? You know, so I'm super, super blessed and thankful, you know, that God's opened the doors he has. I really do owe it all to him. Yeah. You're kind of kin to Jack and, and, uh, Mooring and well, I mean, I guess buddies with uh, Leland, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I met Leland when, gosh, we were young, uh, 16, maybe. I don't, I don't know. It goes way back. Um, uh, his brother, Jack, ended up marrying my sister, so he's yeah. my brother-in-law. And so, yeah, we've, gosh, super close with the Mooring family. They're awesome. We love them. Yeah. Have you guys had them on your show before? Or? We have. Leland, we had Leland okay. on, and he he's awesome. Like, he is so... Um, he loves he loves to talk about the Lord, and so it was it was a good good conversation, and and to hear um, he told us a story about how uh, he saw somebody in Walmart, and the the little kid thought he was uh, Jesse. Who was it from uh, Aaron Aaron Gillespie. Uh, Aaron Gillespie? And uh, he kept trying to play it off, and so he just pretended the whole time yet that he was Aaron Gillespie. And so, <laughs> He's like, cause he's like, even though no, is Le- that the guy, is that the guy from a what? under oath, the red under oath. Headed That's right. Yes. Drummer. Yeah. Yes. I think, yeah. He's, I think he's been mistaken for him multiple times because alike, back in yeah. the day, Leland, I guess yeah. wore grunge clothes, even though they were a worship band. And so he was out, <laughs> they said on tour somewhere and it was early morning and they were up all night. And so he, you know, he said, we had all the grunge clothes and the guy just thought I was Aaron. So I thought that was pretty funny. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, what, so back to, um, back to the movie, what, what's your hope, uh, that people take away from the movie when they go? Yeah. I mean, I think, like I said before, I, you know, there's, it's not like we're, we have a shortage of Christmas movies out there. Right. I mean, it's like, (laughs) it's kind of like we have like a, almost too many now, you know? Right. Yeah. I just, I just think bringing it back to the reason for the season, I feel like, I mean, that sounds kind of cliche, but like, I really do think like this is one that's it's Christmassy and it kind of gives you all the feels of kind of, you know, the the things we love about the holidays, but it really does kind of point things back to like the real purpose and just the gift of, you know, giving versus receiving, you know, that it really, it's more, I've always thought like Christmas day, it's kind of weird that we receive all these gifts, 
because we've already already been given such a great gift, you know, mm-hmm. that like I yeah. think it should be a time that we actually go, how can I how can I give to those in need, you know? Um, and we've tried to do that with our kids, try to, you know, trying to refocus things because it gets it just gets kind of out of hand sometimes, you know, when we really just it comes, it comes all about the presence, becomes all about, you know, what are we getting? But like, what are we giving is real, the real question, I think. And that's what I hope people walk right with when they watch this. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It's so easy to get there, right? Like the whole entire world is screaming at you. Things, things, presence, presence, you know, all this is, this is the, this is what it is. And right. so you have to kind of, you, you have to do deliberate things to kind of refocus and say, okay, no, wait, I'm going to choose <laughs> to, to kind of put all this stuff aside and remember what I'm, what I'm celebrating. So I think that's, that's an important message. Yeah, certainly. And I think it's definitely, I mean, if you guys know of any other Christmas musicals that deal with time travel, tell me, but I think this is the first one. <laughs> definitely the only one I've scored. So yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen, I haven't seen any. Well, I have now. <laughs> I haven't seen any yeah, before. Yeah, exactly. Um, so hopefully there'll be a draw there. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Hey, so Tyler, we'd like to do uh, with our guest a favorite thing segment where we're going to name a category and you can let us know what your favorite thing in that category is. But this is going to be the Christmas edition. So everything we say, it will be the Christmas version of that thing. I just say the first thing that comes to mind uh, and we'll go ahead and start with what is your favorite Christmas song? Ooh, gosh. That's a really, really hard one, but I'm going to pick something that... um, it might sound cliche, but All Is Well, I think, is my favorite, which my dad wrote years ago when yeah, I was a kid. Um, and actually, I have a memory of, apparently, when I was, I think, I don't I was probably, what, it came out in 1990. I was two years old, I guess. But they said, my mom told me when they they were playing songs at the house, of, you know, the mixes that he was working on and everything. And I apparently just froze when it came on, and my eyes just got really big, and I didn't make a noise. And I was just That's awesome. taking it all in. So, it's, I don't know, it's still a really special song to me, too. Um, and beyond that, um, my my dad's parents um, both passed away while that song was playing. They kind of reached the end of their life, and they played a lot. Of, played a lot of music, you know, when they were on their deathbed. And those, um, you know, that was so. It's, it's a really meaningful song to me and my family. So that's that probably is my favorite. Well, you could have said uh, Christmas shoes, but I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> he's he's got something to say. It's a little, lower, it's a little lower on the list. But yeah, maybe I'll just keep. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. Yeah. We've talked with Russ. Hey, about I will this say song, all okay? is Yeah. <laughs> he said it's the best worst Christmas song ever. Uh, <clears throat> actually the version that Jordan Smith did of All Is Well is is a great version too. Yeah. Oh absolutely. Yeah, he did a great, great version of that. So what is uh your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, favorite Christmas movie. Great question. Um we love, like, our family loves the Polar Express for some reason. Mm-hmm. I, I know it's just, there's something super Christmassy and magical about it that we just, every year we end up watching it. We actually watch it through the year, too. We get, like, you know, all Christmassy feeling and make hot chocolate in the middle of the summer and, you know, try to, I don't know, turn the AC down or something. Um, <laughs> but anyways, yeah, that's that's one that we love to get together and watch as a family. But, I mean, there's, there's a lot of good ones out there. Do you have a favorite Christmas memory? Favorite Christmas memory. Um, uh, is one of the other questions? Do you have a favorite family or sorry Christmas tradition? Because this might yeah, be that, one of the same. You, you can totally will that do work that. Too? Yeah, absolutely, okay. for sure. So, um, 
since I was a kid, it's kind of funny because I thought like everyone did this until my wife was like, I don't think everyone does this, but <laughs> every, every Christmas we do a countdown, you know, when I was growing up before you were able to open presents, we got to, you know, close the doors, have everyone stand back and we're going to count down from 10. It'd be 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And everyone, you unleash the army basically. Um, and we do that to this day and my kids are part of that too. So all my, you know, there's like 30 of us. It's crazy when we get together at my parents' house. Um, and we do the same countdown with all the grandkids. It's 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And then it's actually kind of scary now because of the number of, of people that come through the door. So the, the parents are on the other side with cameras and everything waiting for everyone to come in and open presents. But it's, that's one of my favorite traditions, even though it's it's gotten a little out of hand. <laughs> so so when when you get to the to the countdown, it's like they're un, people are unleashed to open presents. Is that what it is? Yeah, basically to, to run in and just go for it and open, you know. Gotcha. And it's, just it's like chaos. It's chaos at that point, yeah. It is like the Christmas running of the bulls. It's just everyone for themselves. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Oh, that's, I think we can start that, except it's my kids. Call. I feel like my kids would throw elbows. It would be WWE really quick in my house. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's they're getting bigger now, and it's, it's getting, yeah. Like I said, it's getting scary. So... <laughs> so when it comes to Christmas decorations, are you more of a Clark Griswold kind of guy? Or are you just kind of uh, basic Christmas tree and a, you know, a couple of Christmas lights in your window? You know, I think like as each year goes by, we get a little more, um, a little more festive each year. And I kind of, you know, as far as decor goes, and far as like, I'm not, a, I, I kind of like don't care as long as it's Christmas, I'm cool. You know, so I just kind of, honey, whatever you want to do, just do it. I'm sure it'll look great. You know. Smart and I like hands. her style a lot, but yeah. So I just I let her run with that. You know, I, I'll I'll put up the tree and you know help hang everything, but we, I let her make the calls. We drove uh, through a neighborhood the other night, and this one house already had their decorations up, and we counted forty-seven floats, those blow-up floats, you know, <laughs> and they had everything to the minions, to Santa, to the nativity. <laughs> uh, I mean, they had the Grinch, you name it, they had it. And it was yeah. 47 we counted. I said, wow, that is insane. insane. Yeah, that's a lot of electricity. It's just a, per- just a personal opinion. I'm not a huge fan of the floats. That's like, yeah. especially when they have nothing to do with Christmas. It's like, like what do you, like, like the minions? What? Like, anyways, <laughs> it just is. Just throw a Santa cool hat with on lights. it and it makes yeah. it Christmas, right? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so the, the next two aren't necessarily Christmas themed. Um, they, they can kind of be whatever. Um, but do you have a favorite podcast? Ooh, that's a good question. I don't listen to a whole lot of podcasts, believe it or not. Um, but re- the other night I was like, you know what? I, th- I think I need to look through and, you know, see if there's anything cool out there. Um, gosh, that's a really great question. If I was like a connoisseur of podcasts, I feel like I'd give you a really good answer, but I'm, I'm really not. Um, but I've maybe have found a new one. <laughs> I was going to say, I was, I was good, uh... the last podcast I listened to was yours. I was just listening to it like an hour ago. So, um, <laughs> hey, we'll take it by default. Okay. No. We'll take it by default. <laughs> do you, Tyler, do you have a, a go-to Bible verse? Go-to Bible verse. Um, I have quite a few, uh, but I, yeah, my favorite passages of the Bible are in the book of Romans and, I think Romans five is my favorite chapter, um, particularly the first, you know, five verses. Good. Uh, so where can uh, audiences go to find out more about it's Christmas again and purchase tickets and release comes out 
very soon, correct? Very soon. Yeah. I mean, it's I, all you have to do is go to it's Christmas again, movie.com and you can purchase your tickets. Um, I don't want to embarrass myself and give you the wrong date, but <laughs> it is uh, the 29th of November yes. in theaters, one night only. It's a fathom event. So you got to, you know, you got to get the mm-hmm. tickets now. Um, right. And the cool thing is this is like a, this is like a take the whole family kind of movie. Like it's, you know, it's one that, you know, the young kids will enjoy. I think the teenagers will like it too. I think even the parents will enjoy too. So it's kind of a crowd pleaser and um, yeah, I encourage everyone to go see it. Yeah, it's a nice thing, and it's even more rare now where you can have a movie that everyone can go see, in, including your children, and you don't have to worry about are you going to be embarrassed? You know what I mean? Like you can, it's safe, right? And it's good for the whole yeah. family, and and that's that's awesome, right? Yeah, yeah, it it is awesome, and those are the type type of projects I like to work on. You know that I I, I have some standards that I that I live by as far as what I, what work I take and everything. And this one was, yeah, I mean, I, it's, it's great. Cause you're like, everyone, everyone can watch it, you know? So it's really so, great. So Tyler, to wrap up, we always like to ask our guests if you'd be willing to share something that God's been doing in your life recently, uh, that would help build our listeners faith. Yeah, absolutely. He's always working, right? So mm-hmm. he's, he's always doing something. Um, yeah, I think honestly, like lately I've just kind of had this, I've been kind of having almost this re looking at like the foundations of my faith of like just going back to kind of the basics of like, why do I believe what I believe? Um, and he's really been like speaking to me through the book. I've spoke earlier about the book of Romans, but I've been really like just kind of blown away rereading it again because it's so foundational and so important to get those core, you know, um, truths you know i think in our walk as believers it's it's easy to kind of be like oh yeah i've learned that i'm moving on now you know like i've you know i've I've gone beyond that but i think when we think we've gone beyond is like when we need to go back and go hold on a second you know this is where we need to stay in this place of simplicity because i think the gospel is actually super simple um at you know at the root of it and i just think um i've just been rocked lately with the revelation of what Jesus did for me and what God did for me and how he feels about me. And, um, I would encourage, I guess, anyone listening to, to think about that and ponder those things. What do you, you know, what is it about the gospel that first drew you in? You know, what is it about, about the love of God that really drew you in the beginning? And just like, don't be afraid to go back to that place. In fact, we should always live in that place. We live in that, like, you know, what David says, restore to me the joy of my salvation. Um, that's really, I feel like, what I've been encountering the past couple months. That's yeah, and I think that's, uh, I think that's awesome, and I think it's uh, an appropriate uh, word for right now, refocusing uh, our attention on mm-hmm. what we're actually celebrating in this Advent season. And so, yeah, thanks for the word, Tyler. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and thanks, thanks for taking the time and chatting with us. Uh, it's Christmas again. Uh, comes out one night only. November 29th. It's ChristmasAgainMovie.com, correct? That's right. It's ChristmasAgainMovie.com. Get your tickets now. Awesome. Well, thank you, Tyler, again, for sitting down and talking about the movie with us. We certainly appreciate your time. And thank you, listener, for tuning in this week. Be sure to keep up with us on all of our socials at Christian Music Guys. 
Visit our website, christianmusicguys.com, for more information on upcoming episodes, past episodes, and how you can join and be a part of our team. We appreciate all of the support. Do us another favor. Head to Apple Podcast. Leave us a five-star review and a review. It certainly helps us out. We appreciate all the love. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week.